my international amigos of Spurs Nation. What's going on? It's a great way to start the season. The Spurs take home the W for the game opener, the season opener, 123 to 97. I'm Rob Trejo Jr. Uh, with me today, guys, we're on uh, After the Buzzer. With me today, we got Rich from TRS Sports, and we also got Jude McLaren from SSPN. Uh, guys, I just want to kind of take your temperature real quick, you know, off this off this first game of the season, kind of what's your what's your feel, what's your vibe right now? I'm going to throw it to you first, Jude. Man, I'm just so excited for Spurs basketball to be back. I'm so excited that we even just got to see the energy from the fans in the building. <laughs> Seeing Keldon hanging on Drew Eubanks going crazy after Devin Dunks, man. I'm just so hyped after watching that. I know that the Magic had a lot of guys out. I know that you're supposed to blow out this team. We're about to go play, you know, a gauntlet of the next three games. But still, you know, you just got to put a have a smile on your face when you're hearing the crowd chant Primo. And it's just <laughs> the energy, the vibes, they were immaculate. Yeah. How about you, Rich? I think we have actually our next five games are tough. But I, uh, much like the Spurs bench, just a smile on my face the, the whole fourth quarter. I... I was expecting some exciting things from our young team, but to see the energy, the fire, the passion, just the love of playing a game and having fun. They looked like they're having so much fun out there. When it happens when your team's having fun, you're having fun watching them. This was a great night. I don't care if it's against the Orlando Magic or not. We're called the most boring team in the NBA and going to be a bottom feeder. We proved hopefully people wrong tonight and continue this momentum over the next week and surprise a lot of people. Tonight was anything but boring, and the Spurs youth and the Spurs young core came out and they brought it. And they, I think, they knew that you know tonight was going to be that first step into kind of recreating that Spurs identity that we've kind of been missing for the past few years. So we're going to go ahead and get into the show, guys. And if this is your first time hanging out with us, welcome, welcome to Spurs Tube TV. This is after the buzzer. We give out a game ball. Uh, that's the first thing that we do, and then we're going to go ahead and talk some big stats along the way. Uh, then we're going to go ahead and give a glow spot. And uh, that's an area that the Spurs shined in, that we did well in. And there's a few of those tonight that we can go through. And then uh, also we're going to give uh, talk about a growth spot as well. Because um, even in, in a win or a loss, there's always an area to, to improve on moving forward. All right, guys. So let's go ahead and get started and just dish out a game ball. Game balls. the money rich i'm gonna throw it i'm gonna throw it to you this was difficult <laughs> uh, yeah i don't think i can give it to just one player i mean we had so many guys excel tonight dem looked like a different player from last year he was dropping shots hitting the mid-range jumpers uh, cage was fired up doing this thing Dejounte almost had a triple double yaw quietly had a great game with 12 points and 13 rebounds if i gotta give one player the game ball i'm probably gonna give devin he led the team with 19 points and just love the fact that he uh, has completely turned – looks like he's turned a corner from last year to this year. I know it's just the first game, but my eyes are telling me from this game in the preseason, he's ready to take take it to the next level. Devin is opening some people's – like, I don't want to say eyes. I'm talking about, like, major expectations on, like, what a ceiling uh, can be for this kid. Jude, who do you got game ball, a game ball for tonight, man? Well, I mean, like you guys said, there there's so many options. I love the idea of Devin. I mean, I love the idea of Keldon, but my game ball is going to go to Derek White. I thought his efficiency as a shooter um, is something that 
I feel like a lot of people have kind of been a little bit concerned about because of his preseason struggles and just him not being able to get into a rhythm last year. So it's kind of been like since the bubble, since we've seen a Derek White play like the way that he did tonight. Um, I love his off-ball movement, but we also saw the return of his playmaking. We saw the, him bringing the ball up the floor, running some pick and rolls with Jakob, I believe. it. Maybe it was Drew Eubanks. I don't know. There was a great pick and roll that they ran where he dished it on a bounce pass up the lane. Um, but a Derek White was my guy tonight. He he got taken off the floor there at the end when all the young guys started coming in. Um, but I just think overall, kind of the concerns that we had with Derek, we really got to see him return to his normal form and that $70 million contract that we're paying him right now. Yeah, six for 11 from the field, three for four from the three-point line. Um, I, I don't mind it. I don't mind them pulling them late. <laughs> you know, let's... Yeah, let's, no, absolutely. Let's let's uh, <laughs> conserve those feet a little bit, right, along the way. Um, you know what, guys? Those are those are great game balls. I wouldn't be mad if, if you know, Devin Vassell got it tonight. He was huge. Um, Derek White kind of kept the pace and the tone and that aggressiveness from start to finish when he was on the floor, so I agree with you. Um, but mine's going to go to someone. I don't even... I don't know if I've ever given a game ball out to this player like all last season. Cause we did this last season too. Yaka Pertle's getting my game ball. I'm rich. You, you talked about it a little bit early. Um, and tonight I love the fact that he just was all about doing that dirty work. And, you know, we, 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 I, I'm the first one to kind of uh, criticize him when, when he's struggling offensively or, or, you know, he's not up to his own, like, you know, caliber at defending the rim um, I'll be the first to call him out because it hurts us. It really does. It, it it really does affect the whole team. They start. We, we were giving up baskets early, yeah, um, yeah. in the beginning of the game, and I think Jakob had to turn it up a little bit, and he did that. And uh, he finished tonight with the double double. He had like nine rebounds at halftime. He was cleaning up missed shots. He was cleaning up guys getting beat to the rim. Uh, and he he switched it on. And and the way that we handled Mo Bamba and Robin Lopez tonight was interesting, and in, I think to say the least, right? I mean, one we we. We were a little smart with Mo Bamba, trying to get him into foul trouble a little bit earlier on in the in the first quarter, in the third quarter. Um, and then when Robin Lope, Lopez came in, I think, you know, it, it got chippy there for a little bit. The game kind of slowed down, and it was kind of getting a little bit physical. And I think uh, Jakob was a key part of just kind of keeping the Spurs above water and keeping their heads above water and ready to kind of stay on the attack mode when they were getting punched a little bit here and there. Um, yeah, so I don't know. Do you guys have any thoughts on that? Well, I just like to say the way that he kind of rebounded, because in the beginning, there were there were some struggle spots. I mean, I even remember texting Ethan, who some of y'all may know from SSPN, and I was like, man, Jakob's annoying me right now. But it was like, as the game progressed, he he did exactly what you said, Rob. He the, His playmaking, you know, we know he's a good passer, but he just held down the paint. It was like the moment where I was like, okay, Jakob is in there getting dirty is when he yeah. got elbowed by Robin Lopez. Oh yeah. And it was just like, okay, all right, Yak. All right. I'm sorry about criticizing you earlier. You're doing the dirty work now. Yeah. <laughs> he had a couple nice passes too. I think he finished. Mm -hmm. Let me see. He finished here with seven assists. Wow. Seven, seven assists. Seven. That. seven. Mm -hmm. He's got, oh, he's got 12 points, 13 rebounds, and seven assists. He had a couple of nice little bounce he's passes, He's close to man. a triple double. Yeah. Yes, he, yes, he was. And that's why he's getting this after the buzzer game ball, Spurs Nation. All right, so that was a huge stat, but we're going to talk about some serious big stats when we get right back.
So I kind of have like my my chart here, right? I'm taking notes throughout the game, and there was a there was a huge stat in the third quarter for me. I'm just gonna save it. I don't know if it's the same one you guys are gonna talk about. But I'm gonna go ahead and throw it to you first, Jude. Uh, what's your big stat of the night? I think overall, when I was looking at the stat sheet here on ESPN, seven players in double figures. I mean, we when we had success last year, it was when this happened. But I feel like the style of play that we'll talk about a little bit more in the glow spot for me. Uh, is really contributing to everybody getting touches and everybody getting their buckets, whether it's Doug McDermott catching fire late in the second quarter, I believe sometime in the first half. And then, of course, Devin Vassell having an onslaught late in that second half. Um, just the fact that everybody is so unselfish. There's even a point on the broadcast where they were referencing an interview that they did with Doug McDermott saying that, these guys are so unselfish, which makes my job that much easier to find my spots on the floor. So that was my biggest stat looking at looking at the stat sheet. Seven guys in double figures. Oh, it's feeling like old Spurs basketball. Like this is this is the culture. This is the way. And that's how they play tonight. This is the way. I like that. What, what do you got, Rich? <laughs> I, I hate to be Captain Negative here, but what stuck out to me tonight is we only had one guy not score. Bryn Forbes played six minutes <laughs> all in the second quarter. And he scored zero and missed all his shots. I, yeah. I was shocked that the whole team's rolling and playing with confidence and having fun. And he uh, he put up a goose egg tonight. Mm-hmm. And that was a disappointing big stat. But I'll go with a positive big stat. And this is good for Spurs Nation. When you have three Spurs fans that give out, got to give out a game ball, if we did this last year, more often than not, it would have been DeMar DeRozan universally. Mm-hmm. Now we have so many guys stepping up. We each gave a game ball to a different player. And I think that's very exciting. And I think you're going to see that trend continue over the course of the season. So that's my big stat. Three different players. Get a game ball. I love that. Your your big stat came from the show. I appreciate I appreciate that, Rick. I appreciate that. Um, all right. So let me see. Jude, let me touch on your point really quick. Uh when I heard that towards the end of the game, I think it was like five minutes left in the fourth quarter when it was like uh seven seven players, right? For the Spurs and double mm-hmm. figures. And then Primo checked in. I was like, it's about to be eight, baby. <laughs> it's about to be eight. Let's get him a couple shots and he's gonna he's gonna put those in the hole, man. No, I'm just joking, right? But but all seriously, man, that, that kid just he's he's one for one, right? He's hundred percent now from from the three-point line. But um uh Rich, your your point about um about, about Bryn Forbes. I want to talk about that for a second. I know I laugh, right? Because because it's it's kind of true, it's funny that Bryn Forbes is the one that didn't really get it going tonight, but what I'm kind of understanding from the rotation out of this team is that Bryn is not going to play in the first quarter, right? There's already two games in the row where he's going to start the second. That's where they're going to give him a lot of his run and, and really see, okay, Bryn, are you on or you're not? And then I think he and Lonnie Walker both kind of split this, this decision going into halftime about like who's going to get more run in the second half. We've given you both kind of the opportunity to show us who's ready to go. And if it's both of them, some nights it might be both of them getting, still getting run in the second half. But so far from what I've seen, Bryn Forbes uh, not playing in the second half and Lonnie kind of um, showing that he had a pulse early in this game kind of led to that decision saying, Hey, let's let Lonnie run a little bit more. And then also us just kind of blowing this thing away. I think it, it kind of keeps uh, guys like Derek White and Bryn Forbes, maybe on the bench versus checking in when we have that 20, 15, 20 point lead the whole second half. But yeah. Yeah, kind of going off Bryn, the only thing that I'll say is while he didn't score it all the night and missed all of his shots, I felt like every shot was forced. I don't know if that was just me, but when I was out there, yeah, the TSR's in here too. So I felt like if he would have just been, you know, pulling up like we saw in the mid-range, honestly, I 
feel confident that most of those shots go in. Um, the, and then we saw the little fadeaway mid-range. That was probably the most where he was trying to do too much. But once again, even on the threes, he was a little contested and was just trying to get him off really quick. And it was it was weird because in the preseason, he looked so comfortable. And it looked like tonight he was ready to get out there and was just trying to do a little too much. He was excited. <laughs> yeah. The thing about shooting, like when you're a shooter primarily, that's your role. I mean, you got to be on. You know, especially when you can't turn it on on the defensive side, you have to be on, especially in San Antonio, you have to be on because you got guys like Devin Vassell and Lonnie Walker can bring you a little bit more on the defensive side of the ball and and they're going to be competing for those same minutes. But let me tell you what. okay, so I talked about y'all's big stats and I realized I haven't even given mine. Um, There was a 20 to five run in the to end the third quarter. And that's 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 the one that I'm talking about. Um, you know, we're going to talk about glow spots in a little bit, but the, the bench unit kind of came in there in that third quarter and just lit the whole thing on fire. And we, we finished that, that quarter off with a 20 to five run. And did we even have a 20 to five run last season in the whole season? I don't, I, I couldn't be sure about that. Um, but, um, let, let me tell you what, no, you know what? I'm going to save, I'm going to save this other stat. It's going to be my growth spot. Um, when we get right back, guys, so Spurs Nation, thank you guys for hanging out again. I'm Rob Trejo Jr. The, uh, you're watching After the Buzzer on Spurs Tube TV. Thank you for watching. Smash that like button down below. Chant Go Spurs Go. If you're listening to this on podcast on uh, Spotify or Apple, thank you guys for listening and tuning in. Um, got Jude McLaren here from SSPN. Make sure to check out his channel. And I got Rich is here as well from TSR Sports. Make sure to check out their channel as well. The link is in the description below to their stuff. <laughs> so we'll be right back after this short break and we're going to talk about a glow spot. That's an area that uh, we thought the Spurs shined in, which, you know, there were a lot. There were a lot tonight. So uh, we'll be right back. Cheap Spurs tickets are at SpursTubeTV.com. How to find the cheapest tickets to NBA games this season? Well, that's easy. Head over to SpursTubeTV.com. Check out the home menu. Click on the tickets tab and head over to our page that will send you to ScoreBig.com. They always are in the running for the cheapest tickets online, even against some of the bigger name companies like StubHub and SeatGeek. When you click on our links, it supports this channel. If you're planning on going to an NBA game, sporting event, or concert in the near future, stay safe. And remember to check if SpursTube TV can save you money before you purchase. The link is in the description below. If you want to support the content creators directly, head over to the shop at SpursTubeTV.com backslash shop to check out all the merch from the SpursTubeTV brand and all of their contributors. More merch coming soon. Shop link is in the description below. This channel only exists because of Patreon. Without our Patreon support, we could not have the funds to keep this ship afloat. So we are excited about this season and servicing our Patreon members. If you are in the fortunate position to pledge five, 10, or even $15 a month, you become a part of the backbone of this channel and get some sweet perks along the way. Join the Patreon, link is in the description below.
All right, Spurs Nation. So we're going to give out a glow spot. Um, I'm going to throw it to you first, Rich. What's an area from tonight um, that you can kind of pinpoint that maybe stood out to you from other areas that we shined in? Because there was, I mean, it's always good when when you're blowing out teams, right? So there's a lot of areas that you can pick from. What's what's something that, that popped out for you? Energy. We talked about it earlier in the game. Just the team just had so much energy, chasing after loose balls, having fun. It just, maybe because there were older players on the team last year, but I just, what really stood out is just the infectious energy coming from the players on the court and on the bench too. And I loved it. Absolutely loved it. What do, you think, Jude? what do you think, Jude? Yeah. I mean, for me, I love the energy as well. And I think the reason that there was so much energy on the court is because everybody was sharing the ball and moving the ball. Um, I wrote down the beautiful game is back. Obviously this isn't like you know, 2014 championship levels of the beautiful game. But the idea of the beautiful game, the way that the Spurs play with constant ball movement, it was like if the ball stuck for just a little bit, you'd see DeJounte immediately swing it out to Derek and then they'd swing it around, um, you know, the three-point line. So it was just so fun to see that style of basketball and the emphasis on passing the ball and being unselfish back. I mean, that was – I feel like that's what led to the success and that's what led to also – having so much fun because when you do that i mean well a lot of the fun was from defensive uh turnovers that led to fast breaks but when you're passing the ball like that so many different cuts and opportunities it was just the off ball movement everything was just great so mm. once again it's this magic team that had a lot of people out but to see that these guys can be effective and can do that on the floor in an nba setting um is still a positive sign yeah shooting uh 50 from the field and 43 percent from the three-point line is, is pretty damn good, right? So, you know, the shooting continues, the good shooting continues. And, um, you know, it's 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 spread and the wealth is spread throughout the team, like you guys are saying. The, the energy is infectious. I have here in the second quarter, I wrote down hustle. I was like, man, this team is getting after in the second quarter, right? Um, the bigs were a big glow spot for me. I thought that um, that Drew Eubanks held his own against against these guys. I thought that, um, you know, I'm going to throw Keldon in that, in that mix too. Um, he ended up guarding the big quite a bit tonight off some off some switches and and stay, staying with Cart was name Carter Carter Jr. What's his name yeah. Cardell Carter Jr. Well, yeah. yeah, he I mean he's tough man. He's a tough dude to 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 bang with. And Keldon, you know, he was a huge glow, glow spot tonight, especially in that first half when kind of it took a little bit of took a, a little bit of time to get everybody on the same page. Keldon kind of did it ugly. It wasn't really pretty how how Keldon did it, but he put together a nice first half. I'm gonna read his. His stat line here is 15 points, and I think most of that work was done in the first half. I think maybe he only got one or two buckets there in the second half. So, um, Keldon, you know, he he brought it tonight. Um, but ultimately, the, the biggest glow spot was the power that comes from Devin Vassell and Lonnie Walker coming off the bench together. I think, to me, going into the season, I was figuring maybe Bryn and Lonnie come in together off the bench. Um and they do. I think they do in this in the second quarter. But man, in that third quarter, when when like you said, Rich, you know, I think the coaches kind of made that decision that Lonnie. I mean, that Bryn just wasn't really on tonight. And they went with Lonnie and Vassell, and they checked them in the game at the same time. Oh my God, that was amazing. The game changed. The pulse changed in the arena, and 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 we set it on fire, man. And we put we put up thirty three points. Uh, I, was, I think that was our best quarter. Yeah, that was our best quarter of the night there. Uh, so that's a huge glow spot for me because I was kind of worried about the third quarter against Houston last uh, in the final preseason game. Y'all got anything yeah. else on the glow spot? 
Yeah, I mean, I think that that third quarter run, like you mentioned, that was really when Vassell, you know, started doing really well. But even in the first half, when you saw um, Lonnie and him come in off the bench at the same time, you could feel their presence on the floor. And even though they started off a little slow, as the game progressed, you started seeing Lonnie hit more threes and you started seeing Devin dominating the game. And you saw both of them screaming and yelling. And when you feel the momentum from those two guys, it's like, oh, that's two other elements that you didn't see last year. Um, I mean, we saw it in flashes, but we didn't see it in its full potential like we saw it tonight. I also want to add to the glow spot. Last year, I think our team was doing a lot of standing around waiting for DeMar DeRozan to do something with a lot of ISO plays, and now everybody's getting involved. And when everybody's getting involved, they're having fun, and get everybody's getting a chance to shoot instead of just, all right, I'm just going to stand here and watch him try to do something. And I think that helps, helps a lot. Yeah, because a lot of these guys have that playmaking ability, Rich, yeah, where, like, you know, if, if you're moving – we're going to find you like Doug is very unselfish. Jakob is a great passer. Um, we all know DeJounte and Derek can run an offense like nobody's business, right? Uh, Lonnie got to show off his, his playmaking too. And Lonnie, yeah, yeah. He was here on my glow spot too. Just, I have here, Lonnie's awake. He's alive. <laughs> I was like, you know, we've been waiting for Lonnie to kind of have this game, you know, where, where he kind of shows out and it's always kind of like nerve when he checks in the game. I'm like, Oh man, please Lonnie have a great game. You know, don't have one of those games where exactly where he's just sluggish up and down the floor and it takes a while. And he doesn't get it together. No, like he got some run in. He, he was aggressive early and then it carried on. Lonnie finished with, with 17 tonight was a plus 26 in the box. Like, I don't even know how that happens. Devin Vassell was your plus 24 with 19 points. I don't know how that, those are, those gotta be like anomalies, right? Like to the stat nerds out there, but like a plus 26 and a plus 24, you know, uh, that's pretty amazing, man. So, so that little combo off the bench was huge tonight. All right, guys. All right. Didn't make too many mistakes. <laughs> no, it's good. No, I know. That's good. And that that's that's how you stay on the floor. You know, like, did y'all see Pop chew out KBD? Yes, yes, yes. Pop, no. Pop chewed him out, like, in the fourth. It was like the game was over mm-hmm. and everything. And and he did something. And, man, Pop was ripping him. And, and when they were showing them on the bench right after that, you know, KBD was like, yeah, my bad. That was on me. That was on me. Um, and then he was back out on the floor, and then he hit he hit a three, I think, shortly after that, right? So, like, yeah. um, very coachable dudes here, man, in San Antonio. All right, guys. So when we get right back, we're going to go ahead and talk about a growth spot. That's a thought that – I mean, that's a area from tonight's game that we feel like we can still improve on moving forward, right? So when we get right back, go Spurs go. All right, Rich, I'm going to keep the ball over there in your court, man. What's a, what's a growth spot for you tonight? Uh, two things. One that drives me crazy as just a basketball fan is when I see the defense part like the Red Sea and an offensive player from beyond the arc just walks up the defense, gets into the paint, and takes it in there for an easy dunk. And I think we saw that happen a couple of times tonight. I'm like, where's, where's rotation somebody? Like, get it. Just, okay, Ole, there's an easy bucket. I hate seeing that. We're a young team. We're going to make mistakes, but still, it drives me crazy. But my other growth spot Doug McDermott had a good offensive game, but you think you would accidentally get a rebound or an assist? He put up donuts <laughs> and balls. Yeah. So maybe yeah, just he, contribute a little more in just scoring. Yeah. No, I'm going to, I'm going to tie that one into mine too as well. It's a oh. good point. What do you think, Jude? 
Well, I, I agree with Rich there. I think defensive rotations, there were times still, obviously, you know, we won by 20 or whatever points, whatever it may be, but there were still times where even Derek, there were times where he was trying to find his spot a little bit late. I just saw multiple times, multiple different guys that were just trailing a little bit, a little bit slow on where they needed to be on defense. Um, and then another thing, and I still like you said, we gave the game, you gave your game ball to Yach and, and I can see that. And we also touched on Drew's aggressiveness tonight. I think overall our bigs played well, but also um, some hand stuff like Drew just missed two catches. Um, there were some times where the contests I felt like were a little weak. Like they're early in the game. There was one where like Yach didn't even go up and contest. And I felt like, dude, if you went up, you could have blocked that. Maybe I, think I know which one you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. And, and just on the perimeter, they got exposed twice in a little place, but that's also kind of goes in with switches and rotations, right? They shouldn't be on those perimeter guys. Um, so that's, those would, that was really where I saw the, the most, um, growth areas just in in the bigs and specifically in the paint, just their paint defense, making sure that they're on um, always. But I mean, there were so many other positives that we're, we're nitpicking here. Overall, both of those guys played good games. So, so Ethan brought that up. Uh, shout out to Ethan your, your co-host over there at SPN, Ethan Quintero um, brought that up against Houston as well, that our bigs kind of, they didn't get outplayed, but they got, they had all they can kind of chew against Shangoon and, and Christian Wood. And tonight we lost the rebounding battle by one. So it's kind of the same thing. We didn't really get killed. It didn't hurt us. It didn't cost us a lot of a lot of points or putbacks or offensive rebounds or anything like that. It was kind of under control for the most part. But at the same time, we can still get better. And I, and I, I see that as well. Um, and I think it's going to stay like this. And I, th this is my thought. It's going to stay like this until Jock starts competing for Drew's minutes and and Zach Collins comes back healthy and and then they're all competing yeah. all four of them are going to be competing for those minutes because I think we're going to be going small for for majority of this game we like we like that pace that we can create um and I think you know it's going to be hard to to have us get two bigs on the floor at the same time I just really don't see it happening that much um unless it's like a yak and 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 yak and yak right <laughs> jock and yak um <laughs> that you know but that's like that's later like i don't know if that's something we experiment with during the season when we're trying to win games and stuff like that so the competition for those minutes are going to be huge all right so my growth spot guys now the spurs played great tonight spurs nation the, the feel good about this win feel great about it but take it do take it with a grain of salt it is against orlando so just know that you can be happy in the fact that we beat a team that we should we should beat a team that that, that we should beat orlando um now an area like if there is a chink in the armor, right? That I'm seeing right now in the Spurs armor, right? That I've seen in these past two games primarily. It's the start of the first quarter and it's the start of the third quarter. Okay, so let, let me go through some stats. I was here just kind of this is kind of what I do sometimes too, and I'm coaching. Um the first unit, the starting unit lost the first quarter, like they those first six minutes, right? They play like the first half, right? So with the starters against the starters, right? Our starters lost 10 to 15. That's when we were down by five. I don't know if you remember that. And we called a timeout right early on in the first quarter. That starting unit lost to the Orlando starting unit 10 to 15. And no one was really hot at that moment. It was just, a, it was Jakob. It was Jakob cleaning some stuff up here and there. And we couldn't put the ball in the hole, right? Then to start the third quarter, same group, right? It's because that's that's just that's your same group. The, the beginning of your third and the beginning of the game is your same starting unit. In the start of the third quarter, they were tied with that first unit 10 to 10, right? And 
I brought this up against Houston. That's a concern for me against good teams. Yeah, we, we got we got into a five-point hole against Orlando in the beginning, 10 to 5, right? Against a good team, that's gonna be we're gonna be down 10 to 15 points to start the game if we can't come out scoring the ball. And I made a clip yesterday on my channel and I was comparing um uh Doug McDermott to Clay Thompson, right? And I, and now I, I know that's how that's how it comes off, right? The title and the the thing. But if you actually watch the video, I'm not comparing them as players, right? Obviously, you can't compare anyone to Clay Thompson. He's amazing. Um, he's in a world in, into his own, but I was talking about the role. We need to use Doug McDermott because he's really the only guy in that starting unit that I feel confident about that can get me buckets right in the beginning of the game. I don't really know if DeJounte's jumper is going to go down. I don't know if Derek White's going to be hot or not. KJ, are they just going to foul him, put him at the line, clog the paint? Jakob, you can't just give the ball to Jakob. So really the only guy that you have like where you're going to run a play for him, you need a bucket is Doug McDermott, in my opinion. He's like your safest <clears throat> option. And that's why I'm saying we got to run him off a bunch of screens. we got to use him like Ray Allen, Rip Hamilton, right? Some of those dudes, Clay Thompson, right? Clay Thompson <laughs> plays the same way. Um, and and But if he is not on, which is what we saw tonight, it took him a little while to get going. We struggle. And that starting unit struggles. So they struggled in the beginning of the game, in the beginning. I know it's early. It's the first game of the season. It's okay. It's okay. It's in this grain of salt. But with the grain of salt of this 20-point win or whatever it was, 26-point win, you gotta, we got to look at that too because when we go up against um, Denver, right, on Friday and then against Milwaukee, looked great the other night or yeah, last night. Milwaukee looked great. So when we go against them, who they're not – I don't think they're going to have that much trouble scoring the basketball. Um, we have to be able to kind of come with it early because we don't want to find ourselves in that position to like be down 10, 15 points at the end of the first quarter and we just couldn't score – because let me tell you what, it was when we subbed in Lonnie and, and Devin Vassell is when things start turning around. And, and they start mixing the lineups. Once we start mixing those lineups, man, it's amazing stuff that we see out there on the floor. It's amazing. Scoring the ball, defense to offense. If that, if that starting unit is not scoring off of transition opportunities or defensive stops that turn into, you know, like, like easy baskets, like steals or whatever, they have, a tr they have trouble scoring the ball. Um if Doug McDermott is not on, at least at this point in the season. So what I'm, what I would like to see is guys like Keldon and and Dejounte and Derek step up early and start, you know, getting to the rim or just put get putting the ball in the hole. We can't just go zero for six to start the game against a good team. That's that's just my that's my point. You know what? We had that problem last year. Take out Doug and drop in Demar. That happened a lot last season, where the team would just start off slow. And I, it was actually a running joke on my channel. It's like. Why are we playing well in the second quarter and fourth quarter of a game and the first and third quarter we're starting slow? It was and it's the same guys except for one. I think it's it's from the past two seasons. Well, since we've had Demar, I would say since we've had Demar, that has been an issue. What do you think, Jude? Yeah, um, I think that I'm. I don't know why I'm like. Remind me what y'all are saying. I know I oh, just yeah. heard it. You, you know what I'm saying? The start. The starting unit is having yes. a little bit of trouble scoring the ball. Yes. And first is that and gonna, third. Is that going to be I a swear, yeah. I, I swear I heard everything else <laughs> said. Have y'all been there before? Like, where you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways, no. But the funny thing is, too, is like those guys are more talented than who they were going up against. Like they shouldn't be losing to this magic team to start, you know, the first and the third quarter. And I know that you said, and I agree with this, that mixing the lineups that really helped um, kind of get the spark. Uh, even when we had Derek running the point, I thought that brought just like a different element that we hadn't seen in a while setting up Lonnie, stuff like that. Um, 
But also, we saw that starting unit come in where you have Derek and DeJounte come on the floor later in the game and have the success that they should and create turnovers, you know, against this, you know, a, a second year guard in Cole Anthony and a rookie in Jalen Suggs. Um, so I'm like, I agree with what y'all are saying. And I'm just kind of curious. I wonder what the issue is. And that is something that kind of happened last year as well. So, um, I'm not exactly sure what's going on there, but but definitely stepping it up in the first and third, starting strong at the beginning and the, the beginning of that second half. Because like y'all said, when, when we go play the Nuggets, uh, the Bucks. I mean, like Giannis, I don't even want to think about Giannis playing against our team. Um, and then, you know, you got the Lakers on Tuesday. That That's just not going to fly. Um, so you, you want to make sure that you come out with that juice against those type of teams if you want to have a shot and make it competitive. You think you got anything, Rich? I I have nothing to add. Just I I don't know. So, maybe so, maybe I could play like a captain negative for a second. Maybe the team's picking up when the the bench players come in because they're they're hungry. They're fighting for minutes coming off the bench, so there's more drive, more energy, and then that finally kind of just trickles down to the guys that are on the court. There's a few options. I think the Spurs don't do anything. One, I think that's 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 the option. I think the Spurs just give it like, and I I talked about this I think with Ethan too. I was like, I think that they're gonna give that starting unit um like 10 20 games like before they they start making an adjustment there like in that starting unit but let me tell you what that there, there's two things that that we can really do i think and that's that's bringing devin vassell for either keldon or, or or doug mcdermott so i don't know what you guys would would do if, if you were gonna insert devin vassell because the scoring is the, I mean, the issue is scoring right yeah. with that first group and devin vassell is looking like uh uh uh, uh Shoot, man, a young I, – I always comp him to, like, a young Ray Allen, but, like, he's just knowing exactly all the moments to get his shots off, and he's shooting them with confidence, and, and they look pure. So I think you insert him over a guy like Lonnie who you're still kind of like, is he going to be on or not? I think you kind of have that security with uh, with Devin. So that's that's kind of my, ish, my, my solution, but I think it's maybe for Keldon, but I, I don't know. I don't a know. popular thought on my channel is have Derek White come off and lead the second unit. And have Devin starting over Derek. That's that. That's a yeah. that's an option too. Um, you know, I I think you know that's what we do for the majority of the game, right? Is they're separated. You know, Dejounte and and Derek are, have been separated for the majority of this past two games. But to start the game, I, I like having them together. I like the defense. I just for me another another solution would be for them just to step it up. Like like get more confident in their jumpers and and attacking the rim because Derek White doesn't look all that great when he's attacking the rim right now. Neither does Dejounte to, to me. Like they're they're driving into two or three guys. They're, everything you're talking about like Bryn looked forced tonight. Everything for, everything from Dejounte and Derek at the rim looked forced when they were like going up trying to you know. I'm just like yeah. can we can we get a better shot than that? I just think come on guys let us let's get some better looks at the rim than that and let's knock them down. So. I know, but that's, that's that's nitpicking right now in game one. Yeah. Nitpicking a win. Yeah, N- <laughs> nitpicking. Yeah, no, it's just something that has stood out for me now in yeah. two games. Yeah. So we'll keep track of that and moving forward and see if that's still an issue and if the Spurs make an adjustment. But all right, guys, so that's going to be it for after the buzzer here. Uh, Rich, why don't you tell everybody where they can find you, man? Uh, I will in a second. I want to do one more gross spot. Yo, Keldon, okay. if you're going to get to line this much, you need to start hitting your free throws. He's, he was very shaking the preseason and not off to a good start tonight. So, Keldon, got to start hitting those free throws. They're just going to start putting you at the line more. That's that's a good point. He was he was three for six. Uh, but when he that was the first shot of the game. Like the first thing that happened was 
Keldon got the and one, right? He got the and one yeah. and 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 he missed it. And then they they zoom in on Pop's face, and Pop's just there like. Because if I read his lips correctly, I think he said, I can't believe we started the game off, off a missed free throw or something like that. I, so, you know, I think that Pop knows as well that Keldon's he's going to need to knock that thing down. I wouldn't know because the NBA team passed didn't work until four minutes in the game. And apparently a lot of people had that issue tonight. So great job, NBA oh. as usual. And for something that you're, <laughs> we're paying for that's not working. <laughs> anyway. All right, Rich, why don't you let everybody know where they can find you, man? All right, TSR Sports. If you just search TSR Sports on YouTube, easy to come up. I'm about 90% San Antonio Spurs. I live stream almost every game and not a watch long as actually play-by-play, which becomes very exhausting. So when I'm doing an after the buzzer with these guys, I might miss some things because I'm literally calling every play and trying to talk to the people in the chat at the same time, which can get, you know, hard to keep eyes on game that way. But I also do a lot of Spurs videos, news videos, et cetera. And I'll also be streaming the Brooklyn Nets this year because they're my local team. I get them on Yes Network because I live in Connecticut. And there's two former Spurs, Spurs on there. Not to be, it was not real quick. Patty Mills looked fantastic last night. 7-7 seven seven from beyond the arc. I was like, where was that last year? <laughs> game day, Bala. Yeah, game day, Bala. <laughs> Jude, why don't you tell everybody where they can find you, man? Y'all can find me on SSPN on YouTube. Just search it. It's me and my guy, Ethan Quintero. He was on the last after the buzzer uh, against the Rockets. Y'all can go check that out. We make a lot of Spurs content. We have a live show um, and we do some reactions video. We post clips as well. So uh, it's just another Spurs hub on YouTube. So y'all can go check that out. You can follow me on Twitter at Jude McLaren and follow Ethan at Ethan underscore Quintero on Twitter. Yeah, well, thank you both for coming on, man. I really appreciate you guys. Yeah, you did. You had a super chat, by the way. I don't know if you can oh. see it. Do you want me to oh, read I it did. if you, do, you don't have it? Or do you have no, it? no, no. Let, let, I'll pull it up. I'll pull it okay. up. I appreciate, I appreciate that, Rich. You know, it's hard. Just so you guys know, I'm producing the show and hosting the show and trying to do all this overlay and transition stuff for you guys, make it make it nice and clean for y'all. But um, the Drew Show, appreciate you, Drew. Bulls had 18 assists, Spurs 32, DeMar depression, depression. still. The ball. Uh, but he <laughs> is doing it in Chicago. Good riddance. You know what? I had the same feeling, Drew, about watching LaMarcus Aldridge play last night. I was like, I am so happy. Nothing against LaMarcus, but I'm just so happy that he's just not on our squad anymore. I was just like watching it in appreciation of just that alone. You know, so I appreciate you, Drew. Thank you for the tip, man. I appreciate y'all. Thank you guys for watching live. Uh, Those of you guys that are listening to this post live, or if you're watching post live, or if you're listening to it on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, this is a live show um we we get on here you can go to spurstubetv.com and you can check out the schedule of after the buzzers coming home uh coming this season to you guys um i know that a lot of people cannot watch the game and therefore cannot watch um the post the the post uh game coverage there from from the spurs channel as well so that's what spurs tube tv is all about trying to bring you guys all the coverage that we can find out there on the web to help you guys get in touch with your team right spurs nation um tsr does a great job of of doing play-by-plays for you guys over there on his channel like he was saying right now so if you can't watch the game and you don't want to listen to it on radio uh definitely head over to his channel and again like jude and ethan are pumping out great stuff over there at SSPN uh, on Spurs tube TV here. You know, we try to do little film breakdowns for you. We'll do a little bit of news reaction here, here and there as well. Um, but it's going to be a great season coming to you guys from Spurs tube You can buy tickets to sporting events, concerts, and all types of stuff at on the website merch from the uh, Spurs shop on fanatics. You can also support this channel by going to the merch store as well. And you can find some merch from other content creators there as well. So thank you guys for hanging out with us live. If you're listening to this after, um, 
after this live session has ended, uh, think about watching the show live and hanging out with us. And eventually, guys, I'll be able to incorporate the live chat a little bit more. It's kind of like the sixth thing on the plate if I were to try to do that right now, which would kind of bring the quality of everything else down if I if I tried to do that here. So um, in the future, in the future, um, I'll be producing shows uh, where I'll, I'll give up the hosting seat to one of the contributors on the site. And when that happens, I can definitely inter interact with you guys a little bit more in the chat and drop links and do all that, all that good stuff to get you guys connected to us over here. But thank you guys for, for hanging out again, the Spurs start off the season with the W man. And that's, that's all we can ask for. It was a great W one, 123 to 97. Um, everybody was cooking tonight and we got, uh, and after the buzzer on Friday against the Denver Nuggets. So make sure that you guys subscribe to this channel down below, hit that notification bell. So you get notified when we go live on this channel or when we drop new content and, uh, smash that like button down below. Chant go Spurs go when you do, you guys got anything else? Go Spurs go. Thanks for having us on. Go Spurs go. <laughs> <laughs> go Spurs, go Spurs nation. Adios amigos.